0: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey
1: everybody, welcome to Marriage Therapy Radio. This is Zach Riddle. I'm here with Laura Heck. This is episode 12. We are shifting gears a little bit, if you didn't hear the last podcast, to really start to talk about questions that matter to you, that matter to us. We want to dive deep into marriage and to therapy and whatever else it is that's keeping you from living into your best relationship. So uh, today we're going to be talking about what is marriage therapy? Um, it's a it's kind of a question, right? Is it something for me? Is it something I need? How do I know if I should go? And what, what should I expect when I get there? So hang around. We're looking forward to talking to you. Hi, Zach. Hey, good morning.
0: <laughs> I am in such a good place right now.
1: Okay. Uh, you didn't
0: even have to ask me. I just wanted to share that. I'm having an amazing morning. I why? literally thought that. I just, I started off, okay, I'll tell you why. Because okay. I have had in my mind that some of the couples that I'm working with, we have this sort of goal in mind, and that's um, this this uh, idea of I can do hard things and kind of pushing ourselves beyond our comfort level in order to accomplish and achieve hard things. And it's been my goal to just continue pushing myself beyond my comfort boundaries. And I did that today. And I'm so excited because I kicked ass on the treadmill. And it just is like an amazing way (laughs) to just start my day. And then I got like four text messages before 9 a.m. from people who I really respect and adore that want to spend time with me. And I just feel so affirmed in who I am and what I'm doing. So I'm on cloud nine right now.
1: Pretty sure I texted you before 9 a.m. today.
0: Did you? No, I texted you first.
1: Oh, so I'm not on the list of people that you, you respect and adore?
0: I do definitely respect you. <laughs> 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 how are you, Zach?
1: I'm, I'm average. I'm okay. Um, I'm, kind of, I'm kind of annoyed this morning because I was coming into my office. Um, and I'm a creature of habit. I've got a little bit of OCD. I've got my systems. I like being able to predict how things are going to go. Mm-hmm. And on my way into my office, they have changed the traffic pattern at this one intersection that's about a mile from here. And they moved a stop sign around, and they made you turn right when you didn't have to turn right before. And there's like a little weird kind of bump, speed bump kind of thing. And I'm, it really bothers me, like troubles me. I'm, I'm disoriented because I, my, I had to use my brain weird on the way to my office, which I don't like to do. I have to adapt. You do have to adapt. I don't want to adapt. Yeah. (laughs) It's
0: slow to adapt until they change it again, and then you're screwed. And then it's just Well, I don't know why they changed
1: it in the first place. I want them to change it back because I actually think it's worse.
0: You know, I definitely feel like you should you should tweet about this. It feels important (laughs) to tweet. (laughs) What are we talking about today?
1: Well, we um, decided, uh, if you listen to our last podcast, that we really want to shift gears a little bit and be answering questions that are important to you. Thank you for sending us emails and asking us about uh, your actual relationship and just things in general, but also questions that matter to us. We've called this uh, podcast Marriage Therapy Radio. Um, so the question we wanted to address today was, what is marriage therapy? What is it anyway? Mm-hmm. Like, Does it work? How, how, why should you go? What should you mm-hmm. expect to get out of it? What is the... Do, do Laura and I have different ideas about what you accomplish? I think I finally figured out about six months ago what therapy really is good for. <laughs> so I'm going to share that secret. Um, okay. But mostly we just want to talk about um, what marriage therapy is and uh, whether or not it might be a good fit for you.
0: Mm-hmm. That's cool. So for those of you who don't know, so Zach and I are both couples therapists. Um, I would say 100% of my practice is couples. 90% of your practice is couples, Zach. Uh, And that's what we specialize in. That's what our training is in. And we're really um, coming at this from a point of view of experience of working with couples and um, what we see. And I also will let you know that kind of our background, our specialized training is through what's called Gottman Method. It's G O T T M A N. And that's kind of the lens that we look at when we're working with couples. So when I think about couples therapy, I think what, what our goal for doing with couples can be different from what other couples therapists are doing and what their lens is that they're looking at. So just keep that in mind as you're listening to this that we sort of we specialize in different things. And so Zach and I have a different lens that we look through other than other couples. But I think there's some commonalities, some common factors in, as far as what couples therapy is. And I'm interested to hear what you would say are kind of like the top three, top four, five things that you would say couples therapy is?
1: Yeah, I, um, I think that couples therapy is really interesting in part because uh, you said 100% of your practice is couples. I see about uh, maybe about 10% of my practice is individuals. And usually those individuals are coming in because they want to work on their relationship. And mm-hmm. what I have found with those folks is that it's really, really hard to do relational work with only one partner. Um, and so couples therapy is unique in the sense that it brings a different dynamic into the room. I actually don't feel like I'm very gifted at one-on-one therapy, but I, um, what, but when you have two people in a room and you can get them exposing their own patterns and themes to a third party, um, it really does kind of create this playground where you can make a difference, um, And Mm -hmm. I dig it. The energy is different. I I really like it when couples talk to each other. Um, I think that there's a sort of a neutrality that that creates uh, kind of a permission to feel open and safe. And Mm -hmm. um, so I think you
0: just said something important, which is neutrality, because um, a fear and actually one of the questions that I ask individuals when they come to see me. And they have had experience either with a past couples therapist or individual couples therapist uh, or individual therapy. Is they have complained that they felt like their couples therapist was more aligned with one of the partners than they should have been. And I will tell you that no matter where you go, uh, what couples therapist you see, the goal is to remain as neutral as possible, so that you're a non-judgmental sort of third entity that can see truth in both sides and you're not more aligned with one than the other. But that's definitely a complaint that I hear. And unfortunately, I hope it's kind of tough, but I hope that couples that I see don't feel that way, um, that I'm more aligned with one person than the other, but it's definitely the neutrality is important.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you something. I definitely take sides.
0: Mm, Okay. Tell me more.
1: I take sides. I I take sides often. Um, but it's never but i but i hope it's not consistent i don't immediately align with one partner and um sort of s- stay on their side throughout the course of treatment i i feel like you kind of earn this permission to be neutral but then you gotta you gotta align sometimes because there is right and wrong there is good and bad there is up and down there is mm. contempt and there is criticism and there is mm. there is injustice and People need to have somebody understand, sort of take their side and reframe. So I, I, I don't. I'm unapologetic about it too. I think mm-hmm. when it becomes imbalanced, or when somebody can't handle it, that's an important piece. I do hear a lot of people say the same thing that you said, which is mm-hmm. they kind of felt like the therapist was ganging up on them. Yeah, um, picking
0: on them. Mm-hmm.
1: But I, I here's what I think. I, I mentioned at the top. I I think I finally figured out what therapy is really about, um, in general, and this is where I think it's really shifted my practice is I think that therapy ultimately is meant to accomplish two things and therapists tend to be good at one or the other of them. And one, one of them is that therapy should help you make sense of your life. It should help you understand the themes and the patterns, the the triggers, the deep wounds that you have. It should help you explore the different, um, sort of conditions in your life that make you the way that you are. That's one. I think Mm -hmm. the other thing it should do is kind of help you get through your days. Like, Mm. I got to wake up at 7 o'clock and I got to go to bed at 11 o'clock and I want to make sure that I stay sane and productive and available to my community and my world. And Mm. I think those are two different things. And I think Mm. the, the, the thing that I have learned and love now about couples therapy is trying to draw lines between those two places Mm -hmm. i really think that if a really great couples therapist is going to help you make sense of your relationship Mm -hmm. and also just kind of help you get through your day and those are those can be two separate efforts but i think that they're incomplete without one another um Mm -hmm. and so Mm -hmm. i really enjoy kind of thinking through like why do you do that and what's that about and what does that say about your mom and how does that go but if you do that exclusively You're never going to help people learn how to talk to one another or how to solve a problem or how to enjoy their weekend or how to have, you know, meaningful sex or, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, so I think that there's a, that's what I'm really enjoying now. And I think if you're in need of that, couples therapy could be a good, a good spot for you.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. I, I think in my practice, and we've talked about this part of the reason why we've kind of joined as partners is that um, the thing that I really love about couples therapy is that they you can come into an office and you can talk and you can have that insight and you can recognize the patterns and understand why and where things come from, but then you send them right back into the absolute same systemic issues that they are coming from, and they're doing that twenty four hours a day. Seven days a week. But what I love to do as a couples therapist is I love to change the system by switching and changing patterns, recognizing Mm -hmm. the unhealthy patterns that they get into, and then giving them a new way to interact, an absolute new way of changing that. And so that's very behavioral, but that's where I come from. And as a couples therapist, I find that people, and I've actually had this conversation this week, is people will experience short term gains and then they'll fall right back into their into their plateau. And I have learned that the difference between people who are able to actually create long-lasting change and get up and over that hump that they've been plateaued at is through consistency and continuing to do those habits that they're developing over and over and over until just like you driving to work, it's thoughtless. It's until somebody moves a freaking stop sign and then you're I know.
1: (laughs) Well, and I think, you know, somebody... Obviously, thought it was a good idea to move that stop sign. Um, maybe it became safer. Maybe it became more efficient. Maybe it became, and just because it worked for me um, doesn't mean that it's not, and, and just because it's uncomfortable now um, doesn't mean that it's not good, you know? Exactly. Um, and I think <gasps> when couples come in and they go, hey, we've been doing this, uh, what is it? Somebody said, we've tried everything. And I'm like, I'm, I doubt it.
0: Right because <laughs>
1: yeah. I bet you haven't dug up a stop sign and moved it six feet <laughs> and just made you think differently. Um, mm-hmm. I hear, we tried everything. I'm like,
0: did you? Yeah, yeah, it's very true. Oftentimes, if, something's, if something is easy, then it's probably not going to have the lasting change. If, if something feels uncomfortable, then you're pushing yourself. And, it, and like you said, just because it's uncomfortable doesn't mean it's bad. It might end up resulting in a, a good thing. So, um, let's talk about also why, we, why couples might come to couples therapy. What, what might be, um, a, an identifier reason when you say, okay, now's the time. Now is a good time for us to go in for couples therapy. We've never done it before, but our relationship is experiencing this, this, and this, or I'm thinking in this way. And I think it's a good time to see a third party.
1: Well, I think for me, it's two th- It's one of two things that primarily bring people in, um, uh, one is the, kind of the simplest. Something happened. Right. Um, there was an affair. You had a kid. Um, you, the death in the family. Somebody mm-hmm. lost their job. I mean, what, some, uh, some event occurred. We had a big fight. She hit me, right. whatever it was. Yeah. And yeah. so they come in. And generally, in that case, it's a little late. It's later than you should have come in. Um, right. the The second thing that people come in is they just wake up one day and they look and they, or one day or six weeks later, six months later, and they go, "This is this is this is no good. This is not what I signed up for. I don't uh-huh. feel connected, uh-huh. and I want to do something before that that other thing happens. The first thing happens. Mm-hmm. Something happens, and right. it's different work. Both of those things are different work. I prefer the. Actually, the first kind of work is a little bit easier because you can kind of go, "Oh, something happened. It's on fire. I know what to do. You pour water on this," you know, and then yep, um, yeah, the second one is a little tougher because it does require you to really examine whether or not the patterns you're living in are helpful to you and right and, it, and sustainable. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I gosh, there's if I could come up with some list, and maybe we'll maybe we'll write it, but like different thought patterns that you get into. And when, if you're having these thoughts, that's probably a good time. Like, for example, I had um, a person come in and their relationship's on fire, but uh, they mentioned, I think about other people and I think about what it'd be like to be with them. The whole idea of the grass is greener on the other side. And I would say, okay, that's a that's a thought pattern that I would say it's good to not let go on, to continue. If you're looking at other people and you're starting to compare alternatives to your current partner, that's a pretty good indication that it's a good time to look at your current relationship and give it a tune-up or examine some unhealthy habits. Um, let, me, let me ask you another question. What should you expect if you're a couple coming to couples therapy? What, what would couples expect when they're coming?
1: Yeah. I, you know, I didn't think you were going to ask me that question, but I, I ask couples that question. Mm-hmm. When you come in, What do you want to happen? Like, what? And sometimes I'll say, I don't mean this to sound as smarmy as it's going to, but what do you want me to do? Like, what do you want me to do? Um, Mm -hmm. And I and I want to understand what they expect. And the other question I like to ask, and I think you should consider this if you're thinking about therapy, is when you think about your ideal couples therapist, Mm -hmm. who is it? Is it a priest? Is it a cheerleader? Is it a coach? Is it a Mm -hmm. a mom? Is it a doctor? Is it a Sherpa? Is it a wizard? You know, like, mm-hmm. do they have gray hair? Is it a man? Is it a woman? I mean, Laura and I are going to present very differently. You're going to have two totally different experiences. I yeah. ultimately think that the best match for a couple is um, just somebody that they feel a, a sense of rapport with, whether they yep. s- practice in the Gottman method or they practice in, you know, some other methodology. or um, yeah. Rapport is key, but the you ought to expect that you can sit down and feel safe yeah, um, and uh, that you that this person across the room can be of help to both you and your partner. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: Something that I mentioned to couples, I ask them the same question: is basically like, wh- what did you like in previous previous experiences with a therapist? Yeah, what didn't you like? Um, because I say I'm not a chameleon; I'm the one thing that's going to be unchanging. Um, but I can adapt to things that you prefer or don't prefer. But one thing that I can tell you for sure is I'm not a therapist that's sort of soft and gentle and beats around the bush. I'm going to be somebody that's going to act as a mirror. And when there's unhealthy habits that you're demonstrating in session, I'm going to, if I had like a bell <laughs> to ring, I would ring it uh, mm-hmm. just to bring people's attention to it. And so when, when I've had individuals say, I really like somebody that's soft and gentle and um, very affirming. I really am clear that I'm probably not your girl. (laughs) (laughs) I think I've probably been soft and affirming maybe three days out of my lifetime. So if you have happened to catch one of those days, good on you. Yeah. Um, Well, I'm looking at the time here, Zach, and I want to sort of wrap up, but if you have any questions regarding couples therapy, and maybe you're a couple or you're an individual and you're listening to this podcast and you're wondering, I wonder if couples therapy could help me, um, shoot us off an email. We are more than happy to read a scenario and say, yep, I, I think that that's a great idea and where are you located? Maybe we can find a good fit for you. Um, or maybe we can find you an awesome book to dive into or one of our programs that we offer uh, through 4Better. So um, send us an email. It's info at 4 It's F-O-R-B-E-T-T-E-R dot us. And we'll be happy to answer that and connect with you.
1: Yeah, so I got to go home now and figure out how to get through this intersection without blowing my, my mind. Yeah,
0: maybe uh, you should but, draw like a little map for yourself. Really plan it out.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks guys for listening. We'll talk to you next time uh and uh you know, hang in there. Bye. Bye.
0: Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to Marriage Therapy Radio. Something that was on my mind today is that this podcast may be helpful to you. You might get a, a nugget of wisdom that you hold on to and you think about for the next couple of days. But I would really love it if you had the ability to pass this on to somebody else. And sometimes you don't know what's going on behind closed doors and I think it might be really helpful if you have somebody that you care about, a relationship that you want to help nurture as a friend, as a mentor. I do um, ask for you to email our podcast to somebody and just ask for them to listen to it. Also, as always, we would love a review. You have to log into iTunes in order to give the review. And for that extra five minutes that you take, I'm giving you a big air hug right now. Thanks so much.